What's good, everybody? Welcome back. Today, we're talking about life in general and how people tend to peak at some point in their lives. And I think, well, I know it's a lot earlier than it needs to be. One of my first podcasts was called The Inflection Point, and I'll give you a rundown real quick. So the inflection point is a point on the graph where the function on the graph has a significant change of direct trajectory. And the analogy I was drawing is that you could graph your life, you could plot your life on a graph, and on the x-axis would be your your years, your birth and your death. So zero to whenever you pass away, right? And on the y-axis would be like your actualization, your self-actualization score from zero to 100. And as you look at most people's graphs, it's like they start, they're born, children are super curious and always have questions and they're looking forward to life and then they get in school and then it starts to die off slowly but surely up until about when you graduate high school or so. And after high school is the... It's a section of time where a lot of people quit and they stop learning and they stop growing. And that is their inflection point where their trajectory turns flat or goes negative. And then the next group of people, they peak after college. College is great. They're still curious and they're learning a whole bunch of stuff. They're growing socially and uh, in all types of ways. Right. And then they graduate and they go into the real world and then they peak right there and then they stop learning and they stop growing. And that's when their graph turns flat or turns negative if you can make it past that time those two time frames you're likely to have a lot more success than those other people these are the people who continue learning despite not being paying paid for it anymore or i mean not paying for it anymore i mean they're reading books they're growing emotionally putting themselves into new situations constantly learning and growing trying to understand reality as best as they can so they they can take advantage and do everything they want to do in this world. And their inflection point never shows up. Their, their graph is like x squared. x squared is like an exponential function, which never slows down, never turns negative, never goes flat. You can find these people online everywhere, like Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, athletes, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, the Thomas Edisons, the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy, who had a crazy story, by the way. Tom Bilyeu, Russell Brunson, Myron Golden. These people never peak. They're always growing. They're always learning. And there will never be a point where their life turns flat or negative in terms of their thirst for knowledge and um, efficacy. Now, there are a few reasons, I think, that people turn negative or go flat in their inflection point or their life graph. The first reason being is that the education system is is freaking spiritual warfare. It destroys the mind, it destroys curiosity, and replaces it with conformity and propaganda. It punishes creativity and rewards passiveness. It punishes thinking, essentially. And people who don't think, they're no longer curious, they stop learning, and it's like, what's the point? That's how most people end up. So that's the major part of it, and I think it's... I wouldn't say it's the biggest. Maybe it is. It's tied with the next one that I'm about to tell you. And that is emotional um, blockage. At the time of recording this, I am 23 years old. And technically, I'm a grown man. <laughs> well, I am a grown man. And I behave like a grown man. I treat myself like a grown man. I do grown man things. But for the majority of people, they will 
stop emotionally progressing in their, their college years or their high school years. And I think this comes from a, a kind of dread about the future that it, what's on the other side of teenage years or college experiences is long and dull and dry and boring and stuff. So they stop their progress emotionally in order to keep that same uh, youthful energy, youthful excitement about the future. I think that's the best way to put it. And these people kind of make themselves obvious. Like, for example, the guys that still live at home when they're 25 and they just play 2K all day and they jack off and they watch porn and stuff and never leave the comforts of their own home and become their own man. There are a lot of other reasons that guys are staying at home and girls too, but we're not talking about those right now. I think the emotional stunting of the youth is a good enough cause to keep someone home. There's an important thing to know about people that stop making progress and their inflection curve, their inflection point, their life graph turns flat instead of growing. And the thing that these people don't realize is, is that staying the same is actually going backwards. Being the same person you were last year is actually going backwards. Doing the same things you were doing last year, unless they are absolutely perfect and perfectly in line with what you want for the rest of your life, is going backwards. Because every second that you've wasted being who you are, you haven't reaped the rewards of being who you, who you should be if you had kept progressing. And time is our most, most, most valuable resources that we have that we can never get any more of. We cannot buy back. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's forever. We can't buy extra lives. What I'm saying is, this is not Mario. <laughs> but youth, man, youth will trick you up, man. Like, I'm 23, about to be 24 pretty soon. And I'm like, dang, the last three or four years have absolutely thrown by. And I haven't changed much physically. I've gotten stronger and I've been taking care, better care of myself. But I'm still a young person. And if I really wanted to, I could still act like my 18-year-old self and get away with it. And I could probably get away with it until I'm like 27. But I know it's an illusion and that there will come a point where the youthfulness just will not be there anymore. And it'll be obvious that I hadn't progressed emotionally or personally in any type of way. It feels like it lasts forever, the youth. You know, sometimes I feel like I have a whole bunch of time. I don't know how much time I have left, but sometimes I do feel like I have a lot of time because I'm 23 and I can make mistakes and I can stop progress if I want to and I can just chill and, you know, take it easy like all the 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 people who have already stopped progressing want you to do. In the last podcast, I mentioned that progress comes from elimination. And that is true when it comes to things and external goals but when it comes to your emotional health your emotional growth progress comes from integration not elimination what happens is a lot of us reject our emotions what we're feeling at the time and we want them to go away and what happens is that those emotions that we're experiencing come back to us i'm a person who thinks that all emotions are good even the bad ones even the quote bad ones but a lot of the times we're um, repressing our negative emotions about our past, the things that were done to us, the things that we've done. Someone who gets stuck in their teenage years feels that they haven't gotten to enjoy it as much as they would have liked, that it wasn't what they were looking for, what they were hoping for, and that if they just 
reject that time is going past so that they could have it, if that makes sense. The person who doesn't progress past their partying college years where they had a whole bunch of fun, they met a lot of cool people and whatever, they felt like it it shouldn't be gone from them. It shouldn't be taken away from them. That there was more to be had. That the time is still there. That they can still enjoy it if they really want to. So these people kind of reject their their future selves in hopes that their present self, their college partying days self, or their teenage self gets to live a little longer. This is a very sad situation that people get themselves into. Or they they kind of get put in that situation too. But, you know, as an adult, you have to take responsibility. So I have to give them responsibility. But for us to get past these thoughts and reliving our emotional teenage selves and our college selves and becoming the adult that we should be and should hope to be, we have to integrate all the negative emotions that we experience, all the positive ones that we experience, and accept that that time is gone. And once integration happens, they are free to progress in whatever way they choose, or to choose regression again, or to choose a flat line life graph. In terms of achieving integration, the thing I've been doing for the last few weeks, maybe a couple of months, has been doing psychotherapy sentence completion. I've been studying up on Nathaniel Brendan. He's like the self-esteem god, <laughs> if that makes sense. He's He was the pioneer of the self-esteem movement back in the 50s. He was a philosopher. He worked with Ayn Rand for a bit, and he was a psychotherapist and psychologist. And these sentence completion exercises, it's basically, there's like an incomplete sentence in front of you, and your goal is to write out as many possible endings as possible in a certain time period, like two minutes or a minute or something like that. And you would do these sentence completions once a day for five days in a row. And then sometime during the weekend, you would do another sentence completion that would answer more questions, if that makes sense. For example, a sentence stem would be, if I were to bring 5% more awareness to X, X being whatever it is that you're thinking about, or for I guess in this case, we could say, if I were to bring 5% awareness to the fact that I am living out my teenage self and that I'm not progressing in an emotional fan in an emotional awareness. And then you would take two minutes and write out as many possible endings to that sentence as you can without thinking, without thinking, emphasis on without thinking, because writing stuff down in fast matter, it kind of like taps your subconscious mind and you'll surprise yourself by the stuff that you write down eventually. That's one of the things I've been doing. And I think I want to wrap it up here. You know, I started, I wanted to do this um, subject again because I felt unsatisfied with the first time I did it, which was like my third episode. But I feel like this one was kind of sloppy. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to touch on this subject again. But until then, maybe you got something good out of this. Maybe you didn't. Maybe I confused the shit out of you. But until next time, I'll see you.